What's up, y'all? This is your boy, the Nightmare Baller, Markeem, whatever you want to call me. Um, 37 days and counting, and I'll be in Dallas, Texas for night one of the G1 Climax. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about in New Japan. I'm going to talk about uh, TakeOver. I'm going to talk about a lot of shit. Uh, but I feel like I got to start this off by talking about Double or Nothing. It's been a while since I've been here, you know, since I said anything. Uh, but yeah, let me let me just jump right in, man. I'm not going to waste no time. Uh, this show was incredible. The show was uh, exactly what it needed to be. Uh, AEW is now on TNT, which, you know, I hadn't been here for, so I'll talk about it. Uh, it's a big fucking deal, man. They're going to be primetime on TNT, man, a major fucking, you know, cable network, you know, hell, the former home of WCW is symbolic in so many ways, man, it feels like for the first time here in the States, man, we got something that can literally compete with that evil corporation that I don't like, even though I like NXT, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them, I'm happy they got this deal, and it just opens up the floodgates, man, like, I don't see how anybody can say anything bad about this, like, congrats to them dudes, and this is going to change everything. It has changed everything. But let me get right to the show. Uh, first match on the card was the 21-man Casino Battle Royale. Oh, let me let me start out by saying this, though. Uh, even though I thought this was a great show, I probably didn't like this as much as everybody else did. I'm, 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 I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to some of my, some of my complaints. Not necessarily complaints, but, you know, I just wasn't as high on everything as, like, I've seen some people be. But, uh, and it's... 21, this this Battle Royale is the exact, you know, case of that. I really didn't like this at all. Like, I like the ending. Um, I, I just really didn't like this at all, man. I'm not going to lie. I hated the structure. I hated how, like, you know, oh, you know, this cluster of guys come out because they drew the the clubs. And this cluster of guys come out because they drew the down. Like, yeah, nah, man. It was cool, you know, seeing, you know, Sonny Kiss, you know what I mean, who should be showcased more because he's legit different. And he's somebody that uh, they should, like, you know, really showcase, especially in a match like this. I mean, he got, you know, his one ass ass spot. I forget what he calls it. But, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a gay black dude. You know what I'm saying? He's actually really talented in the ring. And he's one of them dudes they should really, you know, put in the forefront. I mean, a lot of people got, you know, the chance to shine. MJF is a slimy motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, he's going to, you know, they're high on him. And, you know, he's going places. Handman Page predictably won because they canceled the match he had with Pac because Pac, you know, he can't lose right now. He's the Open the Dream Gate champion and the best one we had in a long time, by the way. Pac is my favorite champion in the world, and that includes Okada. I love Pac. Pac is amazing, man, and uh, even the way they handled this was amazing. He's like, I just wanted to hurt you, Page. I'm not coming to Vegas. <laughs> He's awesome, man. RED is a great stable. This ain't about Dragon Gate, though. Uh, but yeah, hey man, page one, he faces the winner of Jericho and Omega for the, uh, AEW world, the eventual AEW world title. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it was fine. It was fine, bro. But I, I didn't really love it, but it, it was, it was just fine. It was a little bored by it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, then we got Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. This is better than I thought it was going to be because I ain't a fan of either one of them dudes. Uh, not really into Kip Sabian. Uh, Sammy Guevara is an athletic dude that does cool stuff, but I'm not really a fan of his. And, you know, this is, this is better than I thought it'd be. The crowd got into, you know, 
there's spots I can tell they weren't really familiar with either guy. So I, they were just kind of surprised with some of the things they did. But, uh, you know, it, it was it was, it was was fine, man. Like, it's not much to talk about. It was fine. Uh, it was about 10 minutes long. You know, whatever. That's the pre-show, though. Totally acceptable. And next we got the opener. Uh, well, well, first we got the the was, uh, the national anthem sung by homeboy from Hamilton, whose name I don't remember, and uh, his wife and his daughter. I'm going to be that guy. His daughter sounded terrible. That girl should stay home, bro. <laughs> or his wife or one of them sounded awful and it like fucked up everybody yeah it was it, it was not good to me that was yeah nah but uh yeah so the opener was um SoCal Uncensored Chris Daniels Frank Kazarian Scorpio Sky versus uh the Stronghearts which was cool as fuck to see T-Hawk on national TV or uh, international TV a lot of people that never seen that dude got to see him wrestle same thing with Shima you know what I mean and L. Linderman, who's green as grass, you know what I mean? It, this is great, man. This is, they, you know, I feel like, though, to be, to, to be 100% real, since they're working with OWE, and I know they want to, you know, exploit SoCal Uncensored, I feel like the perfect match for this show would have been just all the OWE guys doing their whole uh, phony kung fu stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I get they want to, you know, to uh, you know, showcase SoCal Uncensored, because they're going to use them heavily, I understand. But uh, to really make a splash, man, like, you know, showcase a style that motherfuckers have never seen before. You know what I mean? Like, those those motherfuckers do, like, it's almost like choreography and action movies the way they work. You know what I mean? And I feel like, like this match would have been perfect to just have six of those dudes just go out there and do that. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's fine, too. You know what I mean? It, obviously. I thought it was a great match. I thought it was, you know, really, really great opener. Uh, I gave it four, you know, rating. I gave it like four stars, but I thought it was fun. Like I really, really, really dug this, uh, and it was cool to see, you know, especially a dude like Frank Kazarian and Chris Daniels and you know Shima guys I've liked for years. And same thing with T Hawk to be able to go out there and you know showcase their talent to everybody. It was dope. All right, man. Then next we got uh, the women's match. Well, one of the women's matches. Uh, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, and uh, <coughs> Kylie Ray came out there getting ready for that match. Then Brandy Rose comes out. And Brandy Rose says on the mic, uh, you know, you guys, you guys would have a great match. But, you know, I want I want an awesome match. You know what I mean? And then when she said that, Awesome Kong comes out. And, you know, I ain't going to lie, I lost it, man. Because I was at work when this show was going on, so I just avoided spoilers and watched it. You know, uh, the next well, the next morning because I worked third, and uh, yeah, man, I was um, I was hyped. Like I ain't gonna lie, like that legit gave me chills. Like, that was cool, man. That was cool as fuck. And uh, she looked great. She like you know she looked she amazing at playing that character. I love that chick as a person. It was just cool to see her here. You know what I mean? Um, and the match was fine. You know, I wasn't as high on it as some people were. I know some people were like, they love this match, man. I've seen motherfuckers give it four stars and shit. I thought it was fine, man. I didn't think it was that great. It was okay. Um, you know, I thought the right person won, even though I'm not a fan of hers either. But, you know, Britt Baker won with uh, Adam Cole's old finisher that he still does, but it's not his finisher anymore. Um, yeah, you know, it was fine, man. It was, it was, it was fine. All right, the next. Because I, I, I know I'm skipping segments and shit. 
but because uh, I don't remember off the top of the head. I, I'll mention shit as I remember it. Um, oh, yeah, and I thought the commentary, uh, Homeboy was trash. Uh, what's his name? Alex, um, I forget his name, but he was garbage, man. Fucking terrible. Uh, Excalibur was great, though. And so was J. I thought JR was good. But I thought, I thought Excalibur was really great. Like, for real, bro. Like, anybody that hates on Excalibur, like, you, you watch this show, and, like, he bought, he bought the best out of JR we've seen in years, man. Because truth be told, like, JR, like, legit seemed like he shouldn't be commentating pro wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? Excalibur, like, yanked, you know, shades of, like, old JR out of him. It was, it was cool, man. But, uh, yeah, the next we got uh, Best Friends. Trip Beretta and Chuck Taylor versus uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. Um, it was cool seeing Angelico and Jack Evans team back up again. Uh, they hadn't teamed consistently in years. They hadn't teamed, I think, in, in a long-ass time. And it was cool seeing them team up again. They're a great tag team with a lot of great chemistry. Jack Evans got to do all his old shit. All the crazy stuff we know him for. Uh, seeing Chuck Taylor on a, sh- on a show like this of this magnitude was... Really fucking cool for me. I've been a fan of that dude for like 10 years. Same thing with, with Trent. Um, you know, it, this is cool. Like, this is a really good match. You know, I didn't love this match either. I thought it was really good. Uh, the one thing, the thing that didn't work, though, was the post-match promo. I mean, the post-match angel, angle, man. That, uh, <laughs> look, man, I love the Super Smash Bros, man. I, I love Evil Uno, and I love, you know, Player Dose or Stupefied or whatever you want to call them, motherfucker. I love them to death. Dose. I, I love them, man. But um, nobody knew who they were, which was unfortunate, man. <laughs> that was unfortunate. That came off as like a wet. That came off about as, you know, about as great as a fart in church, man. Like, it was quiet. Uh, the crowd was chanting, who are you? It just, it, yeah. It, it, it bothered me, man. I feel like it would have worked better if people know who they were, which is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Hey, shut up, phone. But, um, oh, shit. But, uh, fuck, what was I saying? Yeah, um, yeah, nobody knew who they was, and it just kind of, kind of drug down the whole thing. All right, man, the next we had one of the matches I was looking forward to on this thing. Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe, and Rio, uh, God, I always fuck up her name. Oh, girl, whatever. Uh, Rio, uh, oh, I just fuck up her name. Fuck. Uh, Mizunami, yeah. Um, versus Ajakong, Yuki's, <coughs> ooh, Yuka, uh, Sakazaki, and, uh, Emi Sakura. Uh, you know, I really dug this, man. See, Ajakong was cool. I hate she didn't get her music, though. And, you know, <laughs> hate she didn't get her music, but, you know, it's cool. It's cool. She, she really uses that shit sporadically anyway. So it was just, it just kinda kinda sucks she didn't get her music. But um I see why they couldn't do copyright. I totally understand. But still, um and it would have been cool, you know, you bringing out all the you know, you bringing out a Joshi legend like Aja Kong. You know, come on man. Like I I know she hadn't worked in a few years, but you know, Minami Toyota would have been kinda cool right here. You know, but you know, I I'm that's me nitpicking. And I think that would have been lost in this crowd anyway. That being said, this was a really good match. Minus the finish, man. They fucked it up. But uh, I, it was pretty much just about, how long was this? About 20 minutes? 
How long was that match? No, that match wasn't 20 minutes. It was probably about 15. It was just Ajakon beating up chicks for 15 minutes, which is always fun. You know what I mean? But they fucked up the finish. Uh, the re- the uh, timekeeper rung the bell before it was the actual three count, and it just kind of, you know, ruined the entire finish because the people were, like, really into it. You know what I mean? And then that happened, and it kind of brought down the whole experience. But that being said, you know, I thought it was a good match. You know what I mean? I thought I, I enjoyed it. They gave these chicks time, and they let them go out there and do their thing. It was good. You know what I mean? I know some people thought this was great, but it was good. But this is this, this next match, right? Like, this is the one, right? This is the one where I was like, yo, I think this is going to be terrible. And I owe these dudes an apology. We got Cody versus uh, Dustin. Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, the sons of Dusty Rhodes. You know what I mean? Uh, Cody's interest was pretty great. The whole thing with the uh, throne and the sledgehammer. And pretty you know, him him destroying the throne. I thought it was awesome, man. But uh, I also get people's complaint with it. Like it's it's a bit too on the nose. Like we get that we get what that symbolizes. We get what you guys are doing. We understand y'all y'all are coming for the throne. Y'all coming for the top spot. Y'all basically coming for Vince and them. But you know, I, I've seen the argument that, 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 that and you know, I get it that uh Man, you you gotta stop acknowledging them. You know what I mean? You gotta just like you know, just do what y'all do. Don't acknowledge them. They act like they don't exist. You know what I mean? And this is one of them times where I would usually agree with that sentiment, but that was so well done. I can't even get mad at that. You know what I mean? Uh, it was so well done, man. Like the attention to detail in that was like pretty great. Like the weird Triple H looking throne, and the fact that he had a sledgehammer, and like even like Cody's facial expressions with the sledgehammer, you know what I mean? Almost like how Triple H holds it, you know what I mean? It was, it was cool, man. Like I, there's no, there's no denying that was well done, bro. And if you're well done, if it's well done, I can't get too mad, you know what I mean? Uh, Dustin comes out and surprisingly gets a loud pop, and during the matches, like the face, like you know, he's getting cheered throughout the match. Cody's the one getting booed because, you know, he's doing his heel shit with, you know, Brandy and shit like that. Um, this was the best match of both of these dudes' career. Like, I know people would point to the Canadian Stampede main event that uh, Dustin was, like, in, but not really a featured part of. I mean, he had a featured spot. I mean, I know a lot of people point to that as the best match of Gold Dustin's career, Dustin Rose's career. Um, nah, man, it's this, bro. Like, his performance here was incredible. Like, they, they they did a Yoshi tonic. Dustin Rose did a Yoshi tonic, bro. He's like 50. You know what I mean? Uh, he was bleeding buckets, man. The drama in this was insane. Uh, the near falls were all well done. Like, all the crossroads uh, near falls were well done. Uh, the final, what's his name? The, uh, the last call, uh, the near fall was great. Like, it was so many just great near falls in this. And the crowd was just at a fever pitch. The storytelling here with, uh, you know, Cody, like you know his 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 not necessarily reluctance, but like his obvious his obvious uh it obviously was affecting him doing this shit to his brother. You know what I mean, and it's it's just it was just great, bro. This is way better than it had any right to be, man. And when, when like you know when I say like blood adds to a match, people always wonder like, what do you mean by that, like? You know, because I always tell people, like, you know, that aren't really into pro wrestling. I'm, like, they go, they always ask me, like, hey, when people bleed, like, you know, well, what, what do people get out of that? Like, you know, I'm like, nah, it, it adds to drama, man. Like, it adds to, like, 
you know, peril and tenacity and grit, you know, the image, you know what I mean? And, like, this match is, like, what I'd point to to, like, show people, like, hey, you know, blood, when done correctly, is, like, you know, the biggest cheat code in pro wrestling, man. Like, it was it was just great hit. Uh, Cody wins. I, if I had to rate it, man, I'd give it four and a half stars, bro. Like, uh, I thought it was fucking phenomenal, man. Um, I thought the finish, my only problem was that the finish just happened. You know what I mean? It was just... Bam, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I thought the finish like, should have been the point of the match where, like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, crowd be at a fever pitch for it, but uh, it just happened. One, two, three. You know, that's my only problem with it. Other than that, I thought it was damn near perfect, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, they put on a hell of a match, bro. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. And this is the one that I was sure was gonna be terrible. So, tells you how much I know about pro wrestling, right? You know what I mean? I don't know shit about this. You know what I mean? I just, I just watch it. <laughs> but, uh, after the match, Cody uh, asked Dustin to be his tag team partner at, um, what's his name, uh, what, what show, uh, Fight for the Fallen against uh, uh, the Young Bucks. I mean, so they're going to do that, you know. Um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was a nice segment, heartwarming match. Uh, I think they went about 25 minutes, something like that. I should probably look at the match times. I'll let me pull out the card. It, it went 22 minutes, yeah. So, yeah, it was great, man. It flew by, too. And I thought this was going to be terrible. I'm wrong as fuck. I'm usually wrong as fuck. Then next we had the match I was looking, for the mo looking forward to the most. More than any match on this card. More than, like, you know, more than most tag matches I've ever seen. I mean, Lucha Bros, Pentagon, Penta L0M, Pentagon Jr., Pentagon Dark, Penta. And, and Phoenix, King Phoenix, whoever you want to call him, versus the best tag team of the past 10 years, the Young Bucks. And, uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was innovative. It was uh, breathtaking. The spots were insane. Um, everything about it was just, you know, it was, it was what you wanted. It wasn't much psychology, bro. It was like. It was the most one of the most innovative spot fest I've ever seen. The 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 shit the shit Phoenix did when uh he did his um and this is the this is like and, and I've seen him do it before, but it was the best he ever did it. Like the uh the whole thing when he's using the ropes to bounce himself up and then like he's like facing like Nick Jackson and he super kids Matt Jackson and he hurricane runners. I was like, bro, this is pretty Fucking insane. And the spot with the Canadian Destroyers, I thought, was like, dear, dear God. Dear God, man. <laughs> like, it's so creative. There is so many so many spots in here was so creative, man. Um, the uh, the rolling cutter spot with uh, Matt Jackson and Phoenix was, was just, it was nuts, man. Um, Pentagon, his whole character, like, you know, just him being defiant. You know what I mean? Him being, like, he bought into the near falls with him and shit like that. Uh, I thought the wrong team went over. I thought that uh, Pentagon and Phoenix should have won. Just my opinion, but, you know, whatever. Other than that, though, I ain't got much really to say about this. Like, you know, it was what I expected to be real with you. It was an amazing fucking spot fest. Two of the best tag teams in the world. Maybe the two best tag teams on the planet. I think Phoenix and Pentagon are the best tag team on the planet. You know what I mean? And it was just cool, you know. Fucking phenomenal match, man. Four and a half stars. Phenomenal match. I mean, phenomenal. Like, legit. Uh, that segment with uh, Bret Hart and the belt, I ain't going to talk about it that much because I, tr I truly thought uh, 
MJF is great on the mic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I thought that segment sucked. You know what I mean? Like, even the way it was Jimmy Havoc and Jungle Boy come out there and literally do nothing. And then Bret Hart shows off the belt and the camera's never even on the title, so you don't get a good look at it. You know what I mean? It's, it, it was so, it's so, yeah, I, I, I hated that whole segment, man. Hated that whole segment. And MJF is entertaining, though. That's about all I can say about it. Hated that fucking segment. All right, and, uh, the main event. Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Alpha versus Omega 2. Um, Chris Jericho's entrance is fucking phenomenal. Like, they, they cycled through his old personas. Like, they had the Lionheart. They had uh, uh, fucking the List Jericho. Then they had, like, Y2J with the light-up jacket. And then Judas Jericho comes out. With, uh, it, it was awesome, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, and, you know, he, 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 he just has reinvented himself. And is one of the coolest fucking characters in all of pro wrestling, man. Like, every time you see him, it you legit like you legit feel like anyone is in danger or anything can happen. Yeah, you know I mean, because Jericho is so good at playing this unhinged, crazy person. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's, I can't wait for him in Okada, man. But uh, yeah, I loved his entrance. Kenny's entrance was cool. I got to get used to that new music, man. I ain't gonna lie, like. I I, I, I I watched the match twice, and I just just to, you know, see if I felt how I felt again, and I still do. I'm gonna get to that. Um, but Kenny's music, you know, it's cool. It just it's just gonna have to grow on me. I missed the old one already. What's called a uh, Devil Sky. I missed that shit already. But uh, I'm just gonna have to get used to it. And maybe we know when he appears in New Japan again, which he will. He'll probably use you know Devil Sky. But um, and they called Devil Sky. I think that's what it's called. You know what I'm talking about. But, yeah. Uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I thought this was just fine. Like, I didn't really like this match at all, to be real with you. I thought, like, it was just kind of like them playing the hits. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just something about it that just didn't connect with me, man. It was. I thought it was fine. I mean, I thought it was good. You know what I mean? I thought it was good, but, like, that first one, I truly think it's phenomenal. You know what I mean? It's Jericho's second best match in New Japan. I thought his best match was with Naito at Russell Kingdom this past year. But, uh, yeah, man, I, th you know, I don't know, man. Something about it just did not connect with me, bro, at all. That being said, man, um, I thought the right dude went over here. I think Jericho should be their first champion. He's uh, undoubtedly the biggest star they have and uh, instantly gives you name recognition. And plus, he's a heel, and a heel is is it should be your first champion to be real. So <clears throat> the baby faces could chase. Like, you know, I feel like you know Hangman should be the guy to beat Jericho. I feel like he should lose to Jericho, and then he should be the guy to beat Jericho. Kenny, you have Kenny do other stuff, man. But uh, I feel like Hangman is like that dude you build, you know, up, you know, for the future and all that shit. Cause he's young as fuck, talented as fuck. You know, what I mean, he's he's. He he's he's your guy for the few. He's your top guy. He's your Roman Reigns, your John Cena, if you will. Yeah, you know I mean, so I, I feel like you know he should be the guy. All right, then after the match, man, which is the thing that has the whole wrestling world shook and everyone's talking about it. Uh, Jericho tells everyone that uh, all the elite should thank him for you know this giant buy rate they're gonna have and you know all <laughs> all this other stuff and who else with John Moxley jumps the rail and hits Jericho with a double arm DDT. And he hits uh, 
He tries to hit Kenny Omega with a double arm DDT. They brawl into the crowd, and he hits him with a double arm DDT at the top of the set. Uh, he pat, you know, what I'm saying he poses for the crowd, and then roll credits, bro. Um, holy shit, holy shit, John Moxley, man. He uh, he came in, bro, changed everything. Like you know, it, it's fucking insane when you think about it, man, because. Like, we've been wanting this dude to get, you know, his his due, his fair shake since, you know, since way, way back in the WWE. And, like, in literally two nights, you know what I mean, because I'm going to get to that. Uh, it, was, was it, one, it was the same night. I think it might have been the same night. Like, he shook the wrestling world, bro. Like, he comes out of double or nothing. He cuts that promo about how, like, you know, he's, he's all elite. He's in AEW. Yeah, I mean, he's here for the long haul and shit like that. He's trending on Twitter. Everyone's talking about him, bro. He feels like a big deal. And literally, it's not just because he's jumping from the WWE that helps. It's the fact that for the first time, they tapped into, like, the reason why he had all that hype when he was on the indies anyway. John Moxley has never been a great pro wrestler, bro. He did not get signed by the WWE because of his wrestling ability. He got signed because of that character. What his aura, what he did on the microphone, all that other shit. And the WWE never tapped into that shit, bro. And in two days, AEW and now New Japan has tapped into that, man. Let me explain. I'm talking about the best of the Super Juniors, too. This is one of the best tournaments in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling, bro. It, it is it is like, it is, it is, up, it is up there with, uh, if, if they stick the landing with J-Cup 94. I really mean that. Like, I, the G1 last year was really, really, really amazing, too. And that's probably the best tournament they ever had. It was so many five-star matches in that. But, like, I'm talking about in terms of storytelling and in terms of, like, match quality and all that shit. Like, this fucking best of Super Juniors, the way they have elevated so many people and the way they have told a story with literally every single person in this, every single person in this tournament has some sort of, like, ongoing story, bro. It, the booking has been amazing. It's been fucking amazing. Even, like, shit that doesn't involve the tournament has been well done, man. They've been showing these video packages with some guy in a bar carving on a table and basically watching a video of Juice Robinson with the U.S. title and, you know, him getting visibly upset carving more aggressively on the table. And he gets up, smashes a bottle, and he walks the fuck out of the bar. They kept, Juice Robinson was on commentary for three nights at uh, at Karakin at Hall. And, uh, Corican Hall, Karakin Hall, whatever. And, uh, they, they would put the camera on Juice. And Juice would, like, sell the fact that, like, who's this guy? He's a coward. You know what I mean? He don't want to come see me. Who's, you know what I mean? You want my belt? You want me what you want from me? You know what I mean? Just hyping the match without the guy being there. We find out it's fucking John Moxley. Like, 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 bro, like. The All Elite thing, okay, fine. You figured that because, hey, he'd probably be in Vegas, whatever. You know what I mean? You, you would figure that, right? But, like, you know, him actually being in New Japan, you know what I mean, showing up to challenge Juice Robinson, it's just, and he'll, he might win. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Like, he, he's the hottest dude in pro wrestling right now in two days. In two fucking days, man. Vince, you... you And it makes it so weird. Like, they gave him all this pomp and circumstance when he left. And, you know, the Shield's final ride and all this other shit. And, like, 
now he's like the hottest dude outside of the WWE. I hadn't listened to the Talk is Jericho interview, but holy fuck, like, like what? In in literally two days, like it's it's, it's wild, man. It's wild, but yeah, Double or Nothing, amazing show. I probably didn't like it as much as some other people, but I still thought it's exactly what they needed. I'm hyped to see what they do on TV. Holy fuck, you know what I mean? Like, the show got me pumped. It's probably the best American show, major show, because I don't count takeovers for some odd reason. I just feel like they don't count. It's probably the best, like, major non-American, you know, major major non-takeover American show in God knows when, in years, bro, in years and years, you know what I mean? So, you know, props to them, bro, and I'm really proud of them dudes, and I'm really excited to see where they go from there. All right, best of the Super Juniors has been amazing. Like, they're telling the story of Will Ospreay, like, proving that, you know, he can still hang with the Juniors, having, like, the best matches every single night, every single card he's been on. You know what I mean? You got Robbie Eagle's slow, like, slow face turn happening, him, like, Kind of like, hey, you know, I'm an honorable dude. Yeah, I got in with these Bullet Club dudes because I knew them. You know what I mean? But like, I'm gonna, you know, I wanted to make money because you know, hey, merchandise and shit. But I'm an honorable guy. I'm not really like these dudes. And because El Fantasmo, his prickish ass leaning right into this shit. You know what I mean? Cheating and you know, just fucking with people and all that stuff. And it's setting him up. You know what I mean? To be the catalyst that you know turns um Robbie Eagle's face, man. Uh, Elfant, speaking of Elfant, him and Rocky Romero had an amazing fucking match. Him and Will Ospreay had an amazing fucking match. El Fantasmo, bro, is incredible. And if you would have told me that dude that I used to watch in Ref Pro, you know what I mean, for like the past couple years, would would be the character he is in New Japan, I would have called you a liar, bro. Like, I didn't know he had this in him. Like, I always knew he could wrestle. But, like, the charisma is so, like... El Fantasmo is a star instantly coming into New Japan, bro. Gato has booked this tournament so incredible. You got Jonathan Gresham, who just wants to prove that he belongs. You know what I mean? That he, he wants to prove, like, you know, he's the best, like, pure wrestler in the world. You know what I mean? And just, like, the type of matches he's been pulling out of everybody he faces. You got Marty Skrull, who's doing his whole, you know, his whole cheating tactics, you know what I mean, throughout the tournament, to the point where him and Kanemaru, who also had been doing the same thing, had a match of who could cheat better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? You had, like I said, you had show becoming, changing his music, changing his look, you know what I mean? Breaking out on his own, becoming his own man. You know what I mean? There's so many stories in this goddamn tournament. I fucking love this tournament, bro. And it's to the point where I'm sure Shingo will be in the final because he's basically undefeated. And I don't see him really losing to anybody until the final, if he loses at all. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I know for a fact Shingo's going to be in the final. And really in that other block, bro, it could be El Fantasmo. It could be uh, it could be um, Will Ospreay. Uh, shit, if they want to be bold, maybe flip it so, like, Robbie Eagles could be that guy. Um, shit, um, Taguchi's still alive, I think. I believe. I hadn't seen uh, Night 11. But, uh, yeah, man. This tournament is amazing, bro. And then you got fucking uh, the final night coming with John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. The best of Super Junior final. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White. You know what I mean? <laughs> pro wrestling, man. Pro wrestling is incredible. And then, you know, I can't really preview Dominion because we, all, we, all we know is three matches. But, uh, you know, one of those matches is Kota Ibushi versus Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental title. 
What the fuck, man? Like, pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, bro. So great right now. So, so great. John Moxley. John, John Moxley, man. But, yeah. One more thing I want to talk about on here. Takeover. Let me, uh... Let me pull up the card and shit, because I don't know it off the top of the head. But uh, I just know the main... Oh, I, okay, yeah, I was right. Okay, yeah, I was right. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. This card is, um, while good, bit underwhelming. You know what I mean? You had, uh, with, with War Raiders, because I'm not calling them that other shit, having to vacate the tag titles. It's just, you know, I don't know, man. This should be great, though. You know, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong on here. That should be hard-hitting. Great, great stuff. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. It's cool to see Tyler Breeze in NXT and him having something to do because, holy fuck, you know what I mean? Like, with Fandango being hurt, you know what I mean? The Fashion Police were a great little act. But Tyler Breeze actually feels like a guy again, you know what I mean, in NXT. So, uh, that should be great. The tag match for the for the title should be awesome. You know I mean, the ladder match with uh, Lorcan and uh, and Birch and Street Profits and uh, uh, Forgotten Sons and Red Dragon, uh, Fish and O'Reilly, uh, should be great, man. Like those dudes, all talented, should be great. But the one I'm looking forward to the most on here is uh, Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler. Like, I feel like they're gonna get them time. Uh, Shayna Baszler. You know, this is her roots, you know what I mean? Before she was in the WWE, she was tearing it up in Japan. You know what I'm saying? With Io Shirai and with, um, oh shit, and with um, Kyrie Hojo and all them. You know what I mean? Like, so, I know what Kyrie's saying. Like, I fully expect them to basically have a stardom match. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a big time stardom main event. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this this match I think will be different from... Uh, the matches he had with uh, Kyrie Sane, and I, t I totally expect this to be really fucking, fucking phenomenal. And uh, then the main event, the rematch between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. You saw that first match. The first match was amazing. It should be no different. So uh, June 1st, man, takeover should be amazing. Pro wrestling is amazing right now. Like, to the point where literally there's something to be excited about all around the pro wrestling world, man. The stuff with AEW, uh, the best of Super Juniors, plus, you know, Dominion happening. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the night one of the G1 Climax in America. What? And I'm going to be there, you know? <laughs> by the way, I'm going to be, you know, if you, you want to come talk to me, man, I'm going to post a little more. I'm going to document my whole, my whole trip. Uh, I'm literally going out there alone. Like, uh, I, have no, I had no one that necessarily wanted to come with me. But I wasn't going to miss it. Like, if I had the means to go, I was going to go. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, I figured, like, yeah, I'm going. So, hey, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, while I'm out there, I document some stuff. And if any of y'all out there that are listening, you know what I mean? Maybe we can meet up and do something fun. Shit like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to babble. Uh, I th I think it was something else I wanted to talk about. I just don't remember right now. But uh, if it if it dawns on me, uh, I will come back and I'll discuss it. Uh, but yeah, I'll let y'all later, man. Take care.